Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Audacity. It's so great to be back. Um, I, I would kind of like a round of applause for coming back for the third week. That is unheard of in the past year. Um, but I don't know. Some things have been changing in life that has made this a little bit more fun to do. So I'm back in the house. Um, I would also like to say shout out to the singular one person who's helping me write the wrong that has been done to me on Spotify with my score. Like I said, I just don't think I'm a three for a score. I don't, I don't think so. So the one person who's helping me get back up, I'm at a 3.3. So if you could, like, I, I mean, let me if I should read Apple Podcasts or don't, but like, let's really focus on Spotify. If you just go give me a five star rate or a four star, like it could be whatever you want, just not a three or a lower because I just don't think that that's the quality of the show. Um, but anyways, thank you to that one person. I see you. You are loved. You are my prayer circle thoughts because you're the one who's actually giving me action on something that needs to be righted because it's wrong. So I appreciate that. But anyways, today's episode, which I think it's a marker of a good podcast, like what is a good podcast, but a marker of a maybe good podcast about what we're talking today. So today we're going to be talking about community, just some overall themes I've been noticing throughout the the week about community, an update on my Barbie take, which I'll get into. I think I recognize that like for me to actually have a take, I need to be in conversation, kind of like, you know, we've got to have a discussion so I can really formulate my thoughts. Like it's hard for me to formulate my thoughts with just myself. I have to have a conversation, like really work out my thoughts. So my update take, my Barbie take, now that I've had conversation with multiple people, I'll start with a personal update. Then we will get into Lizzo. And then we're going to talk about the pop princess, Carly Rae Jepsen. I, I think I've enjoyed doing a segment where I deep dive into someone who seems, well, maybe Taylor Swift does not seem incongruent with my personality and neither does Carly Rae Jepsen, but like people who... For me, I wouldn't think that anyone would think that I would like them, but I do like them. I think they have good, like, I think, and honestly, I need to put John Mayer in here too, because I have a song that I would like to shout out from John Mayer, even though I think he's a grimy, nasty person. He has a song, and I'm like, wow, you can't say in the song, but I think good music is, I think ultimately good music is good music. Like, I think that a deceased pop star touched some children, and simultaneously, I think he has good music. Now, will I listen to that music? No, because I just don't want to support that. But, like, these people who I'm going to talk about, uh, I don't really listen to John Mayer's music except for New Light. That's a good little song. Like, th- I don't think they touch kids. So, like, you know what I mean? So, like, good music is good music. The person can suck, but good music is good music. Like, as long as there's, like, not extreme harm involved, like, direct harm, like, other than, like, you know, I do like white women and maybe they're Taylor not like the best person but like you know what I mean like good music is good music so we're gonna dive into Carly Jepsen and one close reading of one John Mayer song particularly focusing in on a certain line okay anyways so let's start with a personal update so today I was driving to the gym because I'm at this is a unrelated story but I'm gonna tell it I've I have recently within the last couple of days have started counting my macronutrients of my macros and it made me realize like even though I thought I was eating healthy because I've been trying to eat like healthier like cook my meals at home even though I thought that I was eating healthy I realized that I wasn't like for me to get macros for me to like you know lose weight I would have to eat like you know uh, you have to eat certain grams so your macronutrients are like I guess like the three nutrients that are like you know, most foods are grouped in to help you understand if you're eating healthily, quote unquote healthily, because, you know, like, obviously, that has different meanings, but I've been counting my macros, and 
like for example a tablespoon of olive oil is like a lot of fat and a lot of calories and I just didn't know that and I like cook with a lot of so the things I I was using or like cooking with that I thought were healthy actually like and large quantities are maybe not healthy so that was a wake-up call but I just like to eat and so this has like been really tough for me anyways so I'm going to the gym because I have to win back calories that that's a long-winded story to say I was driving to the gym today and I just had a thought while I was driving of like and I was listening to Carly Rae Jepsen's album which is called The Loveliest Time and she's living she's laughing she's loving and we're gonna talk about later because wow it has actually rocked my world um but I had a thought that was like you know Sometimes I, I lament or, you know, I get up in my head about like, oh, why am I not in a relationship? What's wrong with me? But I actually think that like I had a thought today because I'm in this mode of trying to find the positives and things, trying uh, and maybe sometimes failing, but trying. And I just thought to myself today that like, I think it's actually a godsend or I think it's meant to be that I'm currently not in a relationship because I think I'm just realizing how to like yes I'm in my baby adult phase which I think most of us have but I'm also in like rebuilding and reparenting myself and like working out childhood trauma phase of like so it's not it's much more than like oh I'm just figuring out to be an adult I'm figuring out a lot of things about myself and one thing is like conflict resolution or like how to communicate and voice my like needs and wants um and also how to respect my boundaries like a lot of basic things like maybe not basic but a lot of things that like I think that you might need in a relationship I'm currently learning how to do it and I'm currently learning how to exercise them like within my community which has been very helpful which oh that's a perfect segue to the community section but I think like it's just been I think it's perfect or it's it's working out that I'm currently not in a relationship because I just have so much I have so many other things that I need to work out like about myself of like I suck at setting boundaries I suck I'm getting better at conflict resolution or like what to do when conflict happens and like, you know, getting feedback back from like, and not from like strangers, but like from the people who I really love and like, you know, I don't want to disappoint them or like hurt them, but like, obviously I'm human and that happens. So like working through those things have been very interesting just in a community phase with my friendships that I can imagine, like if I'm in a relationship, I think that love dynamic would be a little tougher for me because I feel like I would let a lot of things go because I'm being loved, but maybe not loved in the way that I want, which is a theme for my, my childhood and how I grew up. Like, I think that my parents love me, but they do not love me in the way that I desire to be loved. And I think that that's also how I accept a lot of love from other people, but I never tell them how to love me, which is like, obviously something I have to work through and I'm working through that. But damn, that's kind of sad. Like, I mean, this is the first time I kind of verbalized that, but I mean, that's my, that's my truth. But I think I'm just like figuring that stuff out. So I think, I think in my current stage of life, I don't think I could find, cause I think sometimes you can find a partner who can help you grow, but I don't think in my location or the time of my life that I would find someone to help me grow. I think that I would find someone to damage me because like, I think like what's so crazy is like, I mean, one man can ruin your life. Like one man can come into your life and just ruin your life and like send you on a trajectory that you did not imagine for your life. And I think too like I I don't want to speak for my mom I think that's kind of happened for my mom like I think she had a, a a plan or maybe she didn't but like I just knew that being a parent was not a part of that plan and like it, it sent her life in a different trajectory and not to say she's not like she does something like oh she's grateful she had me but like obviously so like I don't know I just think that like things can happen and I think life is lifing for me the way that it needs to be 
and it, that's very rare that I've decided to give it up to fate like that. You know what I mean? Of like, I'm a control freak when it comes to my life. So like, that's the first time I've been like, you know, it is what it is. And I think that that's okay. That it is what it is. I, I have a lot of things that I have to figure out both personally and professionally that may not maintain a relationship, but I don't know. I, I think it's hard to ha- hold that in exhibition with, I feel like the world is ending and I would just hate to like, not, we don't have to be like, I don't know, not have something before the world ends because it's giving end times. But that is just a personal revelation that I, a revelation that I had today, which to me was very enlightening. I was actually very proud of myself and, um, I don't know, at peace, which for me, that's really hard because I cycle in and out of depression and I had anxiety and all those things. So that's my personal update. Damn, that kind of like really brought down the mood. That, but that was my intention. I, I thought that I would share a positive thought. But let's circle back to community. Talk, and, I, and, and the aspect of talking about, like, kind of, you know, figuring out who yourself, you're, you are learning through your community. So I think there was a tweet or a TikTok. I kind of get them confused at this point. But uh, there was some type of social media posting about how someone, people say, like, oh, they like to heal in isolation. But really, they just don't want to be triggered by the things that bother them or, like, the things that they're learning. And I think that that's so true of like, I think there's an article that talks about how therapy, really how therapy, um, we're using like, we're therapizing our language and how we say things without like fully understanding what a boundary is or fully understanding, you know, like what certain like gaslighter or tri- like stuff like, like kind of therapy language, we're kind of weaponizing that in everyday conversation. And I do agree because like people can make up boundaries for anything or like, people can call anybody a gaslighter or, or call anybody a narcissist. And I'm like, no, like these are actual scientific terms and they define certain actions that are very real. But like what you're saying might not be real. Like for example, uh, I, or like you're not validating my feelings. I used to touch my mom all the time. Like, girl, I'm trying to tell you that you, I'm trying to set my boundaries with you because you're really hurting my feelings. And then she would use that against me and be like this, you're not validating, but she was being nasty. Cause I would say, I would tell her something and she would just totally argue with me about something that I said I'm feeling. And I said, you're not validating my feelings though. Like that could be true for you, but you're not validating how I feel. And then she would in turn use that to be manipulative. And I'm like, girl, you're totally missed. Like we're, we've lost the plot here. Like we have to focus on what this means and so like I think that we've gone to a space of that that like I don't I think sometimes that does isolate us because like oh I have to cut well no like if you're in really toxic shit like you gotta leave that alone like you gotta leave that alone but like for example I just watched this podcast it's called just us but it's spelled j-s-t us us podcast it's actually very good but one thing i love when people do so they basically had an argument because they stopped recording their podcast for about a month they stopped publishing episodes for about a month because they had an argument but they came back on air and they rehashed their they rehashed their argument on tv and or on the podcast and i love shit like that because i think it's just very interesting how friendships work and how delicate they are but like I feel like we just got into this space where we're willing to cut people off so easy and without conversation, without discussion. Like, and I think obviously there's a difference. It's not like cut people off who, who are harming you, who are harming you, who are not validating your feelings. But I think over like a misunderstanding, we're cutting people off. And I can admit that I have been a victim of this because I just didn't know how to articulate or not a victim, but a perpetrator. Like I have done this. I've cut people off because I, I, and this is, I mean like my fault but I'm learning but like 
I did not know how to articulate my feelings without being petty and without being nasty. And I think it is kind of like what I learned as a child of like, that's how you respond. But like, I, I moved to let me isolate myself or let me not have as many friends. I don't want to get hurt as opposed to maybe I'm not doing something right as a friend that I can work on. But I wasn't even opening up my heart or my a space to that because I, cause I'm also a person where like, I won't say anything, but I'll take a tally and I'll just, I'll build things up just like, I just can't do this anymore. And then I would snap and things would become different or not snap. Things would become different or I would just stop talking. So it's like, I just feel like I can't do this anymore as opposed to like me nipping in the bud. And I, I also just did an insecurity watch. And I think also that's what happened with Molly and Issa, which is very interesting, even though I can't fucking stand Molly, but like you just let things build up to a point that it cracks as opposed to communicating when it initially happens. And like, I think that's one thing I'm learning. Like I have a friend who, when something goes wrong, he immediately tells me and it's actually very helpful because like, obviously I don't mean it to come off that way, but it is coming off that way. And for that, like, I think there, it, it requires so much openness to me to be able to come to someone and say that like, Hey, that's how I'm feeling. And I really appreciate that feeling when he does that. Cause I'm like, I wouldn't have not known how this was affecting you. And I appreciate this. And maybe that's something that I can take into like how, because I, I love the people I'm around, how they perceive me and not in a way like, it, it, and to me, because I'm kind of a people pleaser, it's finding that balance between it's not something that changes me, but like, it's just how I can make that person feel more comfortable because I love them and I don't want them to feel comfortable. Like I don't want to make them feel this when they're, when they're around me. So for me, it's trying to find that balance, but like, I think that like I don't want to heal in isolation um, because I think I want to be triggered so that like I can understand how I would react to these situations and create a reaction that I'm proud of because like how I react now is like I have two things. I get very angry or upset to the point that I'm crying because I just don't know how to process what I'm going through or um, I forgot the other way I get angry. Fuck. Oh, here it is. I become a prisoner of the moment. Like when something happens and it triggers me, I'm like, I just don't know what to do right now. I I become very helpless or I get very angry. And I want to have that kind of middle moment where it's like, I'm aware enough to say something. I'm aware enough to articulate this and stand on what I mean and or be receptive to what somebody's saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I That's a pot, spot that I want to get to, but I'm still working on that. That's really tough for me. And like, but I, ultimately I know that I don't want to heal in isolation because I'm just, I, I just don't think that like I think being community is being held accountable and growing and learning with one another and like I think that like Tyler who he he really teaches me so much like I like not in a weird I don't want to get emotional but like not in a weird way but like I just think of him as such an example of like when you're in community with someone you have to you have to love them and you have to come at it at, from a place of love when you when you have that conversation with them but that that's just not how I grew up so that's such a like a uh, a learning curve for me because uh because when I would like try when my parents were like trying to give me feedback it was not to me like to me I, it didn't feel very nice and it didn't feel very loving it felt very nasty and so it's like really because you're with this person you love them so you're coming in from a place of love and understanding but also you're you're not shaking on like what you need from them or what they need to be accountable for which I think is very powerful so like I just I I think that that's missing and, and I hate that like I don't know I think I really do feel that like Gen Z is the loneliest generation I really do feel like that I feel like community is kind of at an all-time low I don't know if it's like like if the internet is a cause of that because like we have digital community so we don't actually have to be in the same space but like I heavily believe in physical community um 
and like physically being in spaces with people although which is such a 360 for me because i used to be like very anti-people but like not in a weird way i just like did not talk as a child or like i was just always on my phone or my headphones because i was trying to escape clearly but like i i like really do want a physical community of people who i can call who i can go hang out with stuff like that like i think that those to me are like the paramount moments uh being with other people and like being able to connect and like make friends and all other stuff um so yeah that's my little spiel on community another aspect of community that's like really been tripping me out is like i've been meeting a lot of people but i'm like are y'all really friends like because i know how i like i feel like some, we're not really all friends or maybe like everybody has different levels of friendship duh but like i'm clearly seeing girls who are not friends because i'm like girl and this actually includes men because the way that people be talking about each other like but ain't that your friend though like ain't that your friend I would never I don't think I've actually unless I'm beefing with the person and or no longer friends with him I've actually never really talked shit about my friend like that to the point that I'm like damn like do you even like this person so that's not shit that's picking me I'm like it, it reminds me of girls I think you all need to get into girls I think Lena Dunham is a literal fucking psycho and even though she does have a podcast called the, the C word I'm like girl I don't think you're the, the messenger for that I think you've done some really crazy things and I think that you are very problematic but like girls is a great show but like ultimately the premise is it's these four white women who are not in community don't know what community is and don't even like each other and they're are they even really friends and i've been thinking to myself a lot of times do y'all even really like each other like i i think i'm like there are some girls in my life who i may not be happy to be around or like who i'm reaching out to them all the time but like i would say that there's still a level of something which i think could be maybe this could be said for them but the people i'm talking about I'm like no y'all actually act like y'all are besties but y'all it's like y'all do not like each other because this is i don't think that's how you treat somebody if you would if you like them as a friend i don't know so that's another thing that's just for me like girls let's do a, a check here a doll check do y'all even like each other are y'all really friends and if you're not i, I think you gotta reevaluate that because that's crazy okay so then this last thing about community events so let me i went to this event or community i went to this event seeking out community it was a vino it was called vino and vinyl but they said that the theme was neo soul r&b okay they played for the time that i was there they played maybe four neo soul artists but they played um jill scott i didn't hear no erica Oh, I don't think I hear the love of my life. They, okay, they were not playing as many Neo Souls as I thought, and they were, like, remixing it with, like, you know, like, fun house music. But I was like, girls, y'all gotta play the Neo Soul girlies. Like, Neo Soul is so good. There's so many things there to tap into. But then also, there were hella white people there. And I was like, damn, I think they should have to, you know, you pass a Neo Soul check, doll check before they come in the room. Because I don't think they know what Neo Soul is, and they have to spell Erica Badu. Because that's a tricky name to spell. If you can spell Erica Badu, then you can come in. But, like, I don't think they know any Neo Soul jams. Whatever. So, I'm sitting here. There's kind of a lot of white people. Um, but this black man who I, I kind of know because I met him through somebody else sits next to me. And we start having a conversation. Uh, I think I'm a little jokester. Ha ha, kiki. Like, I feel like the girls are going to laugh with me and or, like, you can have a kiggle with me and or, like, you're gonna be entertained like one thing i would say if you talk to me and i'm and i'm and i'm in like doing my thing if i don't want to talk to nobody i won't talk to nobody but if i'm doing my thing i think that the girls definitely will be entertained 
so we're talking we're talking I think very different people but just talking he's sitting next to me I need something to do because I came to this event alone I'm trying to do more things alone um after like doing some solo travel it just made me realize I can't do things alone so trying to do things alone so I went to this event alone and I I think I turned a look nobody else was turning a look but I turned a look I was looking cute but so we were talking we were talking and he was talking about something about white women and then somehow Jonathan Majors got brought up and he actually said that he didn't think that Jonathan Majors did it and I was like whoa okay so I was like so like the Rolling Stone article with all these classmates coming back isn't damning which sidebar we have to bring back media literacy you can't just write articles without getting fact like without having fact checks and without like I don't think these things are like these people are just saying like saying things and anyone will record it it obviously like not every publication has good articles but for the most part if they're not opinion pieces in their reports you do have to get that shit fact checked so I was like okay immediately to see down but and I was like also him not wearing like the him not wearing like the freedom hat straight out of jail the bible and the satchel page wear at the courthouse I'm like it just seems very theatric and now all of a sudden he's dating a black woman like it just seems very theatric and I think like it's and I also like I I had wanted to record an episode about this but I was kind of depressed and not wanting to do this but like I, I also met so many people that thought Tory Lanez was innocent and now look at his dumb ass but in the court of law that everyone wants you to get to to clear your name when that that's just such a contradiction he's guilty and I had met so many black men in my personal life who did not think that Tory Lanez did it and that Meg Thee Stallion was lying and to me I think that's like the biggest red flag next to I listen to Chris I like Chris Brown that is the biggest red flag to me to say that like oh uh Megan Thee Stallion is lying and or like even though I know I, I, I don't even care about like that it's a white woman even like to me, it's just not outside of the pocket. I think that just based on statistics and based on who commits most crimes against women, it's actually more far-fetched to think that she lied than he actually did it because men are violent. Like, men are violent. Men hit women. Like, that's actual facts. Women are harmed by men most of the time. There's The femicide rate is so high. Like, it just actually does not surprise me that he would have done it. Um but like it's actually jarring to meet black men like that in public and then actually wonder why black women be looking at them with a side eye and then the part that actually sent me when he was like oh you can't trust a white woman but I'm like I'm pretty sure you primarily date white women or white women uh, women who are adjacent to whiteness so like I don't understand where the fuck this is coming from here like I think you just hate to see a a quote like uh, a black man quote unquote down but like I just don't think that you should be saying that so like just listening to the him talk about that was very interesting and I hate how I like find I'd be talking to men like that because when they say that I'm just like I'm not even gonna go back and forth with you because I think you kind of just snitch on yourself like it does no harm to believe a woman and that includes Carly Russell like it does no harm to believe that a woman has been harmed and if you find out otherwise you find out otherwise but like I do think that she was harmed and it's like not outside the imagination that that happened so like that was really crazy to me and I think how I guess how that ties into community with me is just like I can't believe that quote we might be quote-unquote in community even though we're not in community I don't really see myself in community um 
he was also one of those guys who was like, ooh, I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. And kind of looked at it as a slight that I did. And I was like, okay, like, I think film and TV are beautiful, including reality. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he he's one of those black men who's looking down. But the first time I met him, I met him with this other man who also had the worst Canadian tuxedo I'd ever seen in my life. Like, it was a bad Canadian tuxedo. I think many to learn the art of the Canadian tuxedo, but he was one of those guys like, oh, I don't do social media. That's not my thing. Blah, 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 blah. So like bad vibes all around, bad vibes. Ugh. And I honestly, don't duck if it don't apply. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like if, if you don't, if this has nothing to do with you, you think you're a stand up man, then great. Then it's not about you. But if you feel in some type of thing, you shouldn't like your hit dog who's hollering so anyways that's my little spiel on community and uh, the black man that i met in austin god um but an updated barbie take so i'm gonna try to do my best i did not, I did not go back to listen to i hate listening to my podcast like even that's why i try to edit them in one what I, I try to just get it done in one go so i don't have to look, go back and listen to it and edit it but my update on my barbie take is that like I said I thought it was a fun film I thought it had like some good parts but I think ultimately like I'm not into Greta Gerwig as a filmmaker shoot me like maybe I've crossed line because I was talking to it with this white girl at this party and she was defending Greta Gerwig as if that was her own fucking mom like I'm not into Greta Gerwig I think that like she can tell the fuck out of a story but I think for white women and that's okay like I personally just don't connect to it and I think that that's that's everybody's business and like you don't have to I'm not saying that like I don't connect to white filmmakers but I think Greta Gerwig's to me what it seems like is very focused on these main characters women particularly who are white and she's obviously it has to be coming from a white lens and so like to me I'm just not interested um and I also thought too that like and maybe just because it's a movie, but the feminist conversation I thought was just devoid that like everyone's feminism based on their intersections can look very different. So like, I think you're having a base level conversation about feminism, but also let's bring it back to it's through the lens of stereotypical Barbie. That's a white woman. So you know what I mean? Even though she's fighting for all Barbies in Barbie land. Um, I thought like, I think I said in the last one, I thought nobody else could have done it, but Ryan Reynolds, I think he was perfect for the role. Um, I'm trying to make sure I hit all my points. Yeah, I I, like, I don't know if I said this in the last one. I did not like Will Ferrell's character. I don't think that, like, I, I thought it was just a big fucking ad for Barbie, so there were some things that you couldn't say. I thought it could have been, like, a lot more critical. And I think also that, like, all these right-wing people are like, ooh, it's saying this, saying this. I'm like, girls, it's not even going in on how bad it is, like, on how bad things are. Like, they're not even giving, like, I think they could go a lot darker in terms of the jokes. So I think you're just getting your panties in a fucking bunch. Um, but I still had, like, I still had a fun time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I did not enjoy the $8 that I spent on that because I went on a Tuesday for matinee. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy that, but I'm just saying that, like, it's just not something I think I could connect to it on it's a good movie. I can agree it's a good movie, but I couldn't connect to it on the deeper feelings that the girls were feeling because that's just not my ministry. And on top of that, I have the part, spoiler, the part that I found really corny is when they're trying to wake the Barbies up and they're just repeating all, all the ways that women are oppressed. And I'm like, but black women are not even seen as women. So like, I just think that there's a lot happening here that's just like incongruent, but like all for the sake of a movie, let's just keep it pushing. And apparently they made like a smallpox show that had offended some people. I didn't really catch that, but I do see how that could be offensive. So 
I don't know. I'm not sad I watched it, but I, I yeah, I just wouldn't say I personally connected to the Barbie movie. Not me. Um, and so that's my update on my Barbie take. Now let's head on to Lizzo. Okay, so seeing what's happening with Lizzo is kind of like actually just not on what I thought would be happening uh, anytime soon. But uh, basically Lizzo is getting sued by her dancers uh, for uh, Lizzo lawsuit. Let me... Okay, so I pulled up everything else we prepared, and I did not pull this up to be prepared. But um, of harassment and hostile work environment. So basically, she held her dancers imprisoned. Uh, three dancers said something amounted to sexual harassment, weight shaming, among, among other allegations. Sexual harassment was they're in an Amsterdam nightclub, and every Lizzie, Lizzo kind of bullied the dancers into like one of the dancers into touching one of the new dancers' uh, breasts, and she felt bullied into it. Um, one of the the head dance captain made her mission to preach Christianity to the dancers, but that shit would piss me off too. Like, girl, if you don't get the fuck out my face. Um, she was firing dancers uh, without cause holding a dancer under false imprisonment, like kind of giving disaster. So that's what the lawsuit is about, which if I were her, I would just settle this lawsuit. Then people are pulling up the rumor song, like, uh, like try to, uh, I got rid of some bitches, uh, sign an NDA, no loose lips. All the rumors are true. I'm like, girl, fuck. Like, you know, I wouldn't have done that. Like, I think, Ultimately, like, this has happened. I do believe them just because other people have come forward. I'm inclined to believe workers because they are not empowered and they just, like, want to be respected. But I think, like, the the double-edged sword with this is, like, Lizzo already has people who don't like her and who are fatphobic and very nasty. And on top of this, like, I think that what people are going to do and instead of saying, like, Lizzo as a person you're wrong they're going to be fat phobic and be nasty um instead of focusing on like maybe Lizzo is not a great person devoid of what size she is and I, I just don't think people can have that critical analysis like when anything goes wrong with someone they'll immediately fall back to like even Clarence Thomas even though that's an evil motherfucker but like when he's making bad decisions about abortion bitches are calling him the n-word and I mean like I'm in a mixed bag because you're doing really dumb shit, but like I think they would also call me the N-word, you know what I mean? So, like, you're doing dumb shit, but also, like, that is racist. So, like, I think I'm not comparing Lizzo to Clarence Thomas whatsoever, but I'm just saying that, like, that's actually a very bad example, so I can't think of anything else. But, like, just thinking of, like, when you do something wrong, they're always going to come for how you're marginalized as opposed to coming for, like, what the issue is. Although I do think that... um she did this shit but I'm like poor poor dancers and I think also it's hard because I think she built her brand off of body positivity loving one another being kind to one another because people are like well you know she doesn't she's not entitled to give you kindness but I think it's hard when that's your perception as your brand but also I was thinking about it I don't know if it's respectability politics but I think like for example when you already are a marginalized person or the world experiences you in a, a certain way you already have strikes against you so I guess and I guess it's up to the person do you want to 
this is respect really politics do you want to make up for it or are you trying to be yourself or you want to be nasty and i think this is just being herself and that's her prerogative but then i think it comes for a moment like this where you know people are calling out her brand and also being i mean honestly i think they would have said this never mind it goes back to the same respectability politics paradox of like bitch they were thinking it anyways like no matter how you would have acted they still would have thought it so i take that back she can be a nasty person and she is a nasty person and now she's getting sued for it i it just sucks that people are being fat phobic um and nasty in that regard when all you have to really do is comfort her character and be like you're kind of just a nasty person so yeah that's just really hard and i'm kind of sad because I did think that Lissa was a shining light in the industry, but to know that she's just not treating her, her the people who work for her correctly really upsets me. But we'll see what happens. Because this is also her second time being sued because she got sued for the truth hurts. Someone, she stole the lyrics from somebody. So, <sighs> yeah, it's just, like, not good out here. Like, the streets are not safe. Um... Okay, let's hop into the final. Ugh, no, this is the part that I'm really excited for. Let's hop into Carly Rae Jepsen. So, I just think that Carly Rae Jepsen does not get the respect she deserves. Now, would I go listen to her live? No. I will listen to her musical on the iPod. But when I do, it is glorious. So, we're going to walk through, similar to how I did for Taylor Swift, we're going to walk through her discography because I think she has, even like the song, even her original song, she has a discography. Okay, so we're obviously going to start with Carly Maybe. I threw a wish in a well, don't ask me, I'll never tell. I look for you as it fell, and now I'm on my way. That song was amazing. Like, even when that shit came out, that was a good little song. Okay, so then, um, Kiss Deluxe. I think I did listen to this Kiss. It's, I've listened to it a while, and it did, uh, it's kind of coming back to me as I'm looking through the songs, but Kiss was a, a, a the burgeoning of a, a a burgeoning pop career intro. Um, didn't you emotion? Now let's really tap in for emotion. So I'm I'm just gonna read the lyrics to you from the the a song emotion. It's a title song for the album, and we're gonna get into this because I think like she did. A la bad boys she did her big one on this one like she did her big one um okay here we go i really oh when was i really like you oh this is on emotion per calling maybe ate it up okay let's get to it emotion be tormented by me babe wonder wonder how i do how's the weather am i better better now that there's no you drink tequila for me babe let it hit you cold and hot let your feelings be revealing that you can't forget me not a flower on the wall. I'm trying not to sing so bad. I am growing 10 feet, 10 feet tall. Dun, 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 dun. And go ahead and I won't stop. Okay, I'm going to stop singing. Till you forgive me, forget me not. Okay, now here's the chorus. And I think this is like, when you're, when you're listening to this, this is what you're waiting for. Like the build up. In your fantasy, dream about me and all that we could do with this emotion. And she just repeats that. But it's a pop song. She repeats that. That's the hug. That's what's the issue. And she ate that up. Like, that is such a... In your fantasy, dream about me. 
and all that we could do with this emotion but just asking all that we could do with this emotion like let's share some emotion let's share some emotion so i think she ate that up but that was not the only bop on the album like the album had bop after bop after bop so i really like you i really 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 like you and i want you to want me to want me to that's a bar like i do want you to want me to want me to come on now give me love all that all that was actually my wedding playlist um she said i just want to play this for you all the time come on girl uh show me what you hold on let me pull lyrics up because i don't want to butcher such art because it was so good um all that okay show me if you want me if i'm all that i will be there i'll be your friend show me if you want me if i'm all that come on now like just saying like let's like let's be emotional with one another like let's share something boy problems boy problems who's got them i got them too boy trouble we've got trouble don't know what to do think i broke up with my boyfriend today but i don't really care i've got worse problems and i broke up with my boyfriend like fun girly pop music very fun very good like she amped this little album what else does she have on here making the most of the night your type emotion is an amazing album okay so then we bump to we go to now i know that i need to get into dedication or debt or dedicated i think tyler would eat me up on that so i'm speaking from a place of i'm not fully into dedicated but just based off of one song that I'm a, literally obsessed with. It's called Everything He Needs. And I this is also getting played at my wedding. I, I think it'll be a Carly wedding. You know, basically, she's basically saying, he needs me. 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 I got everything he needs. Like, I have everything my man needs. Um, That's so good. Ba- basically, like, he needs me. Could never give him enough, enough of my love, a love, enough of my love, enough of my, I can never give him enough, enough of my love. He needs me. Like, he does need me. Like, I don't know. Like, this is fun fucking pop music. Like, quick, short chorus, repeatable, learnable. Like, I can learn some of these songs in two or three listens and I'm having a blast. So, like, he does need me. And we need each other. Like, I think that's a beautiful so then we're gonna jump to we did dedicated she has some singles she has some singles we're gonna jump to the loneliest time which she ate up um so i'm gonna go through some of my songs from the loneliest time that i love yeah i think y'all should get into like i'm giving you a cheat code to get addicted to carly ray jepson and i did the same thing for taylor swift here's a quick tip she how to get addicted but she's a song called um I want to do a bad thing twice. Um, is it my is it my destiny? I want to do a bad thing twice. A critical critical test to me. I want to do a bad t- thing twice. Can't stop feeling the rain before the thunder. I thought it through, and I want to do a bad thing twice. Come on now, like there have been multiple times in my life that I want to do a bad thing twice, and I did, and now I have learned that I won't even do a bad thing once. Hopefully, but like it's such a little good fun song um and so she released the loneliest time and the loveliest time to really captivate 
two feelings of like she said that she had gone through this loneliness and she wanted to record and write about it she did that the double part is now finding love and light with the loveliest time which i think is very cute anxious bop uh so nice so nice how refreshing you crush all the competition yeah and it, honestly this is so cute it's just talking about a, a man who is so nice incredibly honest polite so nice all night he's right to me is turning me on that he's the kind of superstar that will only steal your heart come on so nice like come on now like i think that's what every girl wants right so nice incredibly honest polite so nice all night because you can't find a nigga to be nice to you for two minutes so like very cute song so then we move on to the loveliest time so she has a song called Shadow. And, ooh, like, this line is eating me up. Like, eating me up so bad. City to city, heartbeat to heartbeat, body to body. And that reminds me of Body Do by uh, Chloe. But this song eats up. Hold on. Wow. Okay. I had to just go back and get refreshed because it's a new album, so I'm just newly listening. But what I loved, I loved. Let me get to this line. The architecture of this connection is your reflection is always following me. City to city, heartbeat to heartbeat, body to body. And I keep contemplating our situation. There's no escaping. Your words are following me. City, city, heartbeat, heartbeat. You got me. You got me. Wow. I mean, come on. Like, this is fun. This is flirty. This is fun. So if you could, okay, if you could pop into like, let me give you my, my through lines for each album. If you could pop into the loveliest time, which I highly recommend. I think that Carly Rae, like, she just has such good music. It's so fun. It's refreshing. It sounds good. Like, Shadow. Wow, Shadow. Okay, so let's get into After Last Night. So she says, let's really get into this because, wow. So she says, um... I'm going to have to read the whole song because I, it's a story to tell. So gravity is not n- enough to keep me off on your street. Walking 20 feet above the ground, I need you to hold my hand. Every kiss we start feels somehow incomplete. Secrets in the corner of my mouth. Things I want to understand. Have you been there? Like, I've been there. After I understood it, I want to understand. No, but when you're on that precipice of this could be something, this could be the start of something new. You're like, ooh, like, this is everything. And then the pre-chorus, uh, then you said, hey, I before we make a big mistake, is there some place where we could go right now? I don't think that it can wait. Chorus, after last night, things look different in the pale moonlight. In the moment I was hypnotized, you can go ahead and open your eyes. Yeah, I see you, and I think it's going to change my life. Not get a, not afraid of getting close this time. You can go ahead and open your eyes. Listen, let's head to verse two. The consequence of dancing with these insecurity insecurities tells me what you want tell me what you want i reply i can tell the truth don't lie and then it's hey before we make a big mistake there's some place where we could go right now there's something that i need to say mm, like come on and then after last night things like different and then the beat is kind of crazy because it's kind of giving k-pop vibes of like wow like she was giving me a story like i could be in the club singing this and i think i think that's my favorite type of music of like i can be deeply introspective to a dance beat all right, something like that. And I think I'm just going to have to, this is a sidebar, but I'm going to have to give one for Tuvelu, who I think, did she actually do the Education Connection um, jingle? But if she did, wow. 
but she has a song called no one dies from love to a nice ass beat and actually i'm sorry but this is a, another white lady who be talking about something she said and we're gonna do another reading of this i don't care the verse one we were so magical white in this way i know you're furious you're just like me you got good reasons but i do too what really happened here i wish i knew pre-chorus it escalated so fast we yelled things we can't take back it escalated too soon i know what they say i know that they say that and then what i love about songs like this is including it's just so dramatic like we were on the precipice of a moment like we we're feeling things do you feel this with me and then the chorus for tuve lu is no one dies from love guess i'll be the first will you remember us or are are the memories too stained with blood now and then repeats no one dies from love and then it's verse two i try my best with you you claim the same somehow we're strangers but share this pain keep writing letters i'll never send don't want you moving on when it's my end wow like that's poetic i think that the the girls are really storytellers repeat pre-chorus chorus um it, and it was just a call to that moment of like wow like the, the this song after last night makes me feel something similar to no one dies from love of just like in that moment I was hypnotized you can go ahead and open your eyes and uh I see you and I think it's gonna change my life not afraid of getting close this time love that like ooh. so I, I am uh, yeah I'm feeling this new Kylie Jepsen I'm, I'm feeling her like now my caveat said I would not listen to her live but I think she kind of ate this little album. I had no idea what to expect, but I'm having fun. Okay, I'm seeing the last song, Collage. So we get to Collage. It has a very funky beat, like very like I could be smoking a J right now listening to this. But what I love about this song is this the chorus right here. She goes, did I do it to myself? Hard to know for sure. Did I hurt somebody else? Because you're the one thing. Nothing really matters. But it matters if it matters to you. It's hard to know for sure. But I believe you're in my corner. I did it to myself. I did it to you. Now, the part that was really poignant to me was like, nothing really matters, but it matters if it matters to you. Like, imagine that feeling. And I'm pretty sure you've all been there with a, a person or a significant other of like, nothing really matters. But if it matters, it matters to you. And I want that to matter. Like, I really felt that line. So I was like, wow, like she's kind of a story. I, I think I think I'm 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 falling back with the storytellers with the writers who are writing things. So those are just a few the, the things that are coming out to me like that I've been on having on repeat. Like this is my gym day album today. Like it is good. And I think that Shadow is my favorite. So if you could start with any album from the loveliest time it'll be Shadow, you should also go to The Loneliest Time which she released that in winter, she releases in summer, so she's she's setting the tone, she's setting vibes. Good music, good fucking music. Ugh. So yeah, that's my little podcast episode today. I'm kind of proud of myself, I kind of kept this short. I was aiming for a quick, I was aiming for 30, I, I did not hit that, but I tried. Um, but I will see you next week. I'm so glad to be back. I feel invigorated, I feel happy to be back. Like I said, please help me right my wrong on my fucking rating. I don't think that, that, that that's fair. And I do also think I'm an authority to say that, that that's not fair. So like I said, shout out to that one person who's helping me right the wrong for my score. I deeply appreciate you. And for the other people, please help me. Like, help me. Like, I just don't think that my score should be that low. I, I think it's fun over here. And I want to create a community where it's fun. But fun loses when I'm at a three. Like, that's not fun. And that's not fun for me that's not fun for you so anyways 
like I said, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. And go stream Carly Rae Jepsen's new album.